this is Amazing Kong, and you're listening to Mark and Now. <laughs> this is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out, episode 240, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. I am your host, Dave, the rave that all the ladies crave. And you can go follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave, underscore M-O. And no, I have not tweeted this year on purpose. Um, you can go check out all of our t-shirts. Go buy them, ProWrestlingTees.com slash out no caps. Uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash out Twitter at out. I am alongside Brandon. You could go follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing this week? I am doing awesome as always. Uh, unfortunately, today is September 11th. So we at Marking Out, we would just like to um, express our condolences to everybody that lost anyone on yeah, that day. Yeah, friends, family. And we'd like to observe a moment of silence in honor of everybody. All right. Thank you very much for everyone for observing that moment of silence. Uh, Now we are going to continue with the podcast as we normally would. Uh, We will be kicking off this podcast with some Fan questions and comments. First one is from Gustavo. Hey guys, my brother just gave me his WWE Network password and now I am addicted to wrestling the way it should be. I'm super into NXT and love seeing Samoa Joe kick butt. I've been catching up a lot with what's been going on. Uh, It's what's been going on. Wait, what's been going on in the while I haven't been watching. And have got to say, I personally think we have we are in a new era of awesomeness. Screw the Miz. The idea of Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins in a ladder match was awesome to me. And their stare down before the match got me genuinely excited for wrestling again. Do you guys think we are uh, seeing some really amazing things in the works here? Or is it just me? Um, hmm. It depends on what you're watching. I mean, there's, uh, it's not like... There's some good and there's some ba- really bad. <laughs> but it's not like awful. Uh, I mean, anything with Orton and Shame... Uh, well, Orton is... No one has Orton, an interest in Orton and Sheamus together. Orton by, on his own is like... I, I still like think, a drag. I still think that Randy Orton should be... The guy down in NXT putting people over. Yeah. There's um, no need for him to be up on the main roster. If he doesn't want to be there, which is very apparent, mm-hmm. why have him there? Yeah. Um, the but, there's, entire- but there's a bunch of awesome stuff happening in WWE with NXT and the main roster itself. So I mean, they're trying to create awesomeness with the Divas, but they had it. But now it's kind of like... The awesome, I feel like it rotates around Sasha Banks at the current time. 
and uh, Becky Lynch. I, I feel like they are... I don't are... think Becky Lynch even, because I think she's stale. I really... There's okay. nothing... There's I... nothing, like, about her exciting. Uh, all right, so take her out of it. We still just have, really, Sasha. Right. I, I mean, mean, but still, the... Paige is exciting to watch. I think Naomi is. And I... Honestly, I don't mind watching the Bellas, so... I don't know. I feel like maybe... I mean, a few months ago, I would tell you otherwise. But... Maybe it's just the storylines and the lack thereof that's really just getting me down on the Divas, uh, Divas division. I want to see a lot more from them. I want to see them be allowed to do a lot more and have a lot more creativity with those storylines. We don't need uh, stables of three women competing against each other. Yeah, that to me, that just never made sense. So Why, why can't any of them be on their own? Um, so I don't, I don't really get that. But Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins ladder match, I have no interest in that either. I know, yes, they will put on a great match. But we've seen that so many times. And why is what it that I feel like... put on? It's like it already happened. Yeah. So that's, I don't know. Maybe this is an old comment? No, it's clearly they're catching up. Okay, they're catching up. But the Rollins-Ambrose, I mean, we've seen... It so many times, and there's no outcome. Both of them, like, there's no outcome to any of their matches. There's no point to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes, but... Most of the time, there's no outcome. I mean, all right. Yeah. Up next, we have a comment question from your dad's awkward friend. Should I read it like that? Whoa. <laughs> Just watched the most recent NXT. Johnny Gargano is tremendously impressive i once watched him on pwo since i got it on local cable and i remembered his name but never saw him compete that spear through the ropes on breeze was freaking cool and that neck breaker oh my god i feel like anytime anybody says that i should be like joey styles and say it yeah. i'm not going to where do you guys see him going in nxt and wwe uh what are your thoughts uh, you know, I don't, I, I obviously, I need to watch a lot more of Gargano mm -hmm. because I really don't really know much of him. Yeah. I mean, he's been with, uh, primarily PWG. Yeah. Um, but that's like where he's making a name for him. Yeah. So as of now, for me, it's hard to go out there and say, oh, Gargano is going to be a future WWE champion. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to say I, that. I don't see champion. Uh, I can see him. Oh, I don't even know where I would see him because it's tough be to compare everyone, especially with the way that you see the uh, larger wrestlers for, that were in NXT on the main roster now, like Neville. You, he right. was the champion at NXT, and now and it's like can 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 Gargano cut a promo? I have no clue. I'm not even too sure about that either. But he doesn't have the the fact the stuff that Neville has. So what, it's gonna what do you be, like the the moves? Yeah, the high flying stuff. Oh, I mean, because the move that the the spear through the ropes that was impressive. Yeah, was no, cool. he's very he's very impressive, very impressive. But it's it's tough for me to gauge where he's going to be. I'd rather right. Was it, am I wrong to say I'd rather see his girlfriend in WWE? No, I agree with you. That's Candice LeRae, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. I I agree with you. But I mean, 
I am happy that he is in WWE alongside uh, Tommaso Ciampa. And I am interested to see what's going to happen, but it's hard to just keep a positive mindset and be able to see a clear future for the both of them, especially with what we've been seeing. Um, I mean, Daniel Bryan was extremely lucky. Daniel Bryan is a rarity. Very but much he was so. also, he was the best in the world. He was exactly what his nickname said him to be. Uh, and, like, I, I feel like a lot of these, like, Gargano's not on the same line as uh, Daniel Bryan. Right, not at all. So, But, like, somebody like Matt Seidel, Evan Bourne, former WWE Tag Team Champion, maybe that could be in the future for Yeah, Gargano. I Yeah, I could see Tag Team. I can see that. But once again, like, I, I see him floating around a little bit. So, all right. Uh, thank you very much to those two people for co- leaving a comment and questioning. Um, all right. Let's move on to some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Yes, Monday Night Nitro. Seems like that more and more each week. I question if you do it on purpose. <laughs> do what on purpose? Nitro. <laughs> of course I do it on purpose. I've said it on every single episode. Uh, well, not yeah. every single episode, but yeah. every double episode. No, I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> not even funny. It's not a joke, but it's 2015, folks. But uh, Seth Rollins opened up the show and spoke about Sting, as well as that statue that we saw. Which, by the way, did you see the pictures of them making it? No. That's like some... Like, Rollins had to sit there with that gook all over him. Really? Yeah, and, like, they had to just cover his face enough so he could breathe through his nose. I would be... Ugh. And I know, I, that's, I I know that, that stuff smells also. I hope that what they did, with what they did do to that statue, that they actually had a second one that they gave him. Why? I don't know. I mean, I they, know. they have the mold, so they could just make it whenever, but... That is true. But he was speaking about that statue, and Sting appeared on the screen and told him to come and get it. However, Sheamus came out and basically warned Seth Rollins and said that he could cash in at any time. So he didn't go look for it then. Then we cut to commercial, and Seth Rollins was backstage with Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. And then they set up Sheamus versus Orton. Let that sink in. And, uh... Triple H said that since trip that uh what since Seth Rollins had two matches at Night of Champions, he was gonna have two matches tonight on Raw. So I really don't get it. Like their play factor off of Rollins with them. I don't get it how like with how they're treating him and everything. I just it's very confusing to me. Especially because he's the one that brought them back into power. They gave him a statue and everything, and. I am very now he's going to be wrestling twice on Raw. It's it's very confusing. Yeah, like this entire storyline. Are they together? Are they part of the Authority working as a team? Is Rollins on his own? I'm just really lost with that. And I can definitely see if new P, uh, new fans and whatever that are watching this product are very just confused. I don't get it. Yeah. So. Um, so next up you had Sasha Banks taking on Paige, picking up a victory. It was a good opener. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, the way the match ended where Naomi and Tamina both, like, 
it, it kind of like awkwardly got into the ring there. That that's all right. That's the one downside. I don't think that Naomi. Well, uh, Tamina was fine. No, Naomi, I don't think so. She, I, I don't thought think, Tamina less so than Naomi. I thought Naomi was more in the. I don't think she had to actually step into the ring. I don't know. Or the apron. What I think she stepped onto the apron. Or no, they both both of them slid into the ring. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't think that it, that was necessary. They could have just got it onto the apron. And what I don't understand is how did that distract Paige enough to have the small package reversed? I don't understand that. And if you go back and actually watch the clip of it, Sasha Banks is in the same position as Paige. What do you mean? Both of their, all four shoulders are down. Oh. So, and the referee is on the side of, I believe he's on the side of Sasha Banks' shoulders being down. I I was fine with that that small package. I was I was completely uh, good with it. And you know I don't know I just I didn't get it. And Charlotte Flair, I continuously I don't understand her because why? Like how many times have I always complained, or how many times have I complained so far that when Charlotte is outside ringside during a match, she gets up on the ring apron for no reason? Yeah. Who in the, whoever does that? It's she's stupid. she's equivalent to El Torito. Yeah. It makes no sense. You don't go and watch wrestling and, and somebody does that. Nobody does that. It's not NXT season one. Yeah. Um, all right, so next up you had The Shield taking on and defeating Ascension. Unfortunately, um, Stardust was nowhere to be found. Yeah. And I guess also, unfortunately, The Ascension lost the match. I, I completely understand why. Yeah. But it it would be nice to see them pick up like um I wanna say like a mainstream win. Mainstream win. Yeah, but they can't pick up a victory over the shield. Yeah, but I'm saying that's why it'd be nice to see that. But the Wyatt family appeared on the screen afterwards and said that they're warning the shield and anyone who wants to partner with them at the pay per view. So it's a big warning out there. All right, so let the predic- uh, predictions start. Yeah, up next we say. Oh, we're doing predictions? No, who do you think is going to team with them? Dude, I don't know. It's it, not Sting. There's all those rumors about Sting. I don't think it's Sting. Yeah, but when was there rumors of Sting? That was months ago. Was it? That yeah. long ago? No, it's the, the last pay-per-view. The last pay-per-view? Yeah. Um... Yeah, it was the last pay-per-view. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. I to, should have asked. It's hard to pick. Yeah, you should Next. just you should just rewind that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great, great sound effects. Yeah. All right. So next up, you had Ryback defeating Seth Rollins, uh, thanks to some distraction from a good old Sting. <sighs> I hate that. I hate that Ryback won again. With a cheap roll-up victory, right? That entire there was no reason why he picked why he picked up the victory with the small package, no reason at all. I mean, I Rollins could have turned around and taken the shell shock. Yeah, but do you want to have your champion lose cleanly? We've seen that before, though. It's the route that they've been having Rollins on, so you might as well continue it. uh, Something else I didn't like is when Ryback did go for that small package. 
he was running into it. It's like he was squirming his legs and stuff, making it seem like it's very difficult to hold Seth Rollins. Uh, yeah, that, I, didn't, I didn't like that either. I was not a fan of that. Yeah, but maybe a countout victory where, where Rollins went to go chase Sting. Yeah. Especially because Sting appeared again on the screen after the match and did the whole thing where he put the Sting mask on Seth Rollins' statue. Like, why couldn't... Mm -hmm. What was the point of that? And then you could have went right into the next... Boom. Cut to commercial after that 10 count. Come back from commercial. You got got Seth Rollins backstage looking for Sting and have New Day come up to him, telling him to focus on the main event instead of focusing on Sting. Which, that segment alone, that was awesome. I popped for that whole segment. Yeah, that was really cool. Because Edge and Christian came into the picture and they discussed the last time that they saw Seth Rollins which was basically how the authority came back into power. And, yep. um, and yeah, John Cena had to bring them back. For, or bring... Yeah, I guess that was John Cena who brought him back via Seth Rollins threatening to curb stomp. And, yes. But that yeah. whole segment was fun because Edge and Christian did the, uh, did the whole kazoo thing. Then, then uh, Dudley Boys came out, right? Yeah, Xavier Woods. Oh, I, should, I should say Xavier Woods challenged them to a, to a duel, I guess. And then they, he did the trombone, they did the kazoos, and then... I thought it was hilarious where Biggie took the kazoo and put it in his mouth and like, yeah, well, started I, chewing it. I, but like he didn't get anything accomplished with that. No, it was just hilarious. I wonder how hard that plastic was that it Probably didn't very, it was, at all. It was pretty funny, though. I would have assumed you could chew a kazoo. I and then, like do damage to it. I never knew how to chew a kazoo. I never tried. I never tried. I never tried to chew a kazoo. But yes, the Dudley Boys came into the picture, and uh, they said that they faced whoever wins next week's primetime players versus New Day, and that match will be happening at Night of Champions. So. That, that whole segment totally reeked of awesomeness. For sure. Faux show. Up next, we saw Summer Rae in the ring apologizing to Rusev. And she said that Dolph Ziggler seduced her, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And Rusev accepted her apology. Dolph Ziggler came out and uh, basically said no one's buying their lies. And, and that Lana had a message for Rusev. Rusev, stupid, should have known better. He's like, okay, what, what's her message? Then goes, boom, super kick. And then Rusev and Summer Rae left before anything else could happen there. But it was a decent segment. I just think the whole S- Summer Rae, Lana, yeah. Ron, it's, uh, Rusev, Ziggler thing. It's, it's, like it's a dead storyline right now. Like, it's just flopping around. A dead fish? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not a good storyline. And I feel like they're just really... It, it's suffering. It's like the equivalent of AJ Styles and Claire. Almost. E- no, not at all. <laughs> not at all comparable. No. Almost. I wouldn't go that bad. Maybe. No. I, I, I really hope that they keep Lana on television, though. Uh, she broke her uh, broke her wrist and had to get surgery. What'd you call it? A foosh? Yeah, a foosh fracture. <laughs> it's a... Uh, uh, Fallen out an outstretched arm uh, fracture. It's very common. But 
it's a dis. Uh, Wait, so it's named after how you get it? Well, there's different names for it. There's many different names for it. But I really hope that she did get surgery. But I hope that they don't keep her off TV for it. Like, even though she's in a cast and everything like that, I hope that she could still be at ringside. Just don't get physical. Yeah, Cowboy did it for years. Just don't get physical. I think it's perfectly fine. It's like, uh, like once someone gets injured, they tr- they keep them completely off TV. And I think that Lana, her role, it's very. I feel like she's very crucial to this storyline, and they need to keep her on television. Yeah. Well, time will tell with that. And that was a Bob Orton joke, by the way, that you know sold. Oh, I did not get that joke. <laughs> yeah. Should I have said Ace? Man. Well, you just know that Bob Orton had the cast on for years. Why did you say Ace? That was his nickname. I originally oh. said Cowboy, mm-hmm. and then I said, "Should I have? Should have? Should I have? I should I have said, whatever? <laughs> should have? Should I have said? Hey, just what's the next match? You good? Yeah. Up next is his father. I mean, his son. Yep, Jeez. yep. You're good. Randy Orton picked up the victory against Sheamus. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. It must be in his contract that he has to have at least 15-minute matches on Raw. It's, yeah. It's like it's not fair to us, to the fans that watch. Mm-mm. And I think the best part, which could also be the worst part, you mentioned it kind of before, with uh, who will be teaming with the Shield. Um, after the match, the lights went out, and the Wyatts appeared and then beat Orton down. So, fingers crossed is that Orton's out forever and doesn't come back to team with the Shield. Yeah, the they, champions. they see that he was written off television for this. Hopefully this changes Randy Orton versus Sheamus at Madison Square Garden live on the WWE Network on October 3rd. That you can see for $9.99. Unfortunately, Team PCB will be there. And when I say unfortunately, I mean Charlotte. Mm-hmm. But up next, we saw the Dudley Boys pick up the victory against Los Matadores. Uh, during the match, Fernando accidentally knocked Diego off the ring apron. And El Torito, for whatever reason, got up on the apron to yell at him. Is that what he was doing? That's what it I looked thought like. I was getting on the turnbuckle to get ready to uh, attack who? But, uh Devon, I think. No, it was definitely him because he was like pointing at his head. Like, how could you do that? Oh, I, I, I didn't know that he was arguing. Okay. Yeah, so he ended up slapping El Torito off the ring apron and then turned around into a 3D. And after they lost, Diego attacked El Torito and the Dudley boys made the save there and then put Diego through a table. So I don't, that's like, where does D, I mean, where does El Torito go from here? Future endeavored. I hope not, because he's somebody that can actually wrestle. Like, he's not saying Hornswoggle can't wrestle, but El Torito actually has been, like, he can move around in the ring with no problem. Yeah, but we've spoken about it many times. They don't get respect on WWE television. They get no respect. I don't know why I did that. (laughs) Yeah. It's Rodney Dangerfield for you guys who didn't know that. (laughs) That was a good one, Brandon. Throw it again. God, all right. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, but seriously, I really do hope that El Torito stays in WWE. Maybe he'll become a Dudley Boy. You never know. I look at the Dudley Boy's past. I would have put it past that he's gonna jo- join. I mean, them. yeah, Stacy Keebler's been in the, the the group. Spike, sign guy, 
pretty, uh, everyone's been a Dudley boy at some point. Yeah, even Jeff Bush, Hardy, kind of. Bushwhackers. <laughs> Bushwhackers. Yep, Bushwhackers were a part of the Dudleys at one point. Oh, like 96, maybe? Yeah. Um, so, good times. Yeah, up next we saw Cesaro taking on Miz, which ended in a double countout after they were counted out, obviously, outside the <laughs> ring. And uh, the reason why Miz was counted out was because Big Show came out and chased him around the ring. Yeah, he scared him off. Yeah, and uh, after that, Big Show angrily walked off and knocked out Cesaro with that punch on the way up to the ramp. So not only was Big Show wrestling as uh, interfering as a face, but he left as a heel. <laughs> yeah, and so that's Big hilarious. Show switching again. Uh, what, but what I don't understand here is what is Big Show's involvement still with Miz? Like I... it was the Intercontinental Championship that he wanted. Now it's just Miz that he wants. Maybe he's jealous. That makes no sense. Jealous of what? They're both in... Limbo. E-list movies? D-list movies? Uh, yeah, D. I wasn't going to say limbo. I was trying to figure out a, a, a letter grade to, to classify their movies as. Oh. Although, it Captain is, and Sano, It's like Razzie Low. Nah, maybe it's not. It's just above Razzie. I mean, I enjoyed those movies. I didn't. I don't think I've ever seen one with Miz in it, though. I did enjoy Knucklehead. Uh-huh. I've never seen it. Yeah, starring Big Show and Mark Feuerstein. You ever see Jack and Jill? Of course. I saw, saw that in the movie theater. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I heard that was really awful. I, I see, you know, see, I enjoy movies like that, so... I don't. I can't stand Adam Sandler's new movies. That's You, don't, you haven't seen every new Adam Sandler movie, because there's a lot... There's a, you have... He, he's recording for his children now. Yeah, but there's a lot of other there's a lot of other Sandler films that like are good. Like Grown Ups. Everybody doesn't like that film or whatever. Or That's some people movie. don't like it. Grown Ups was good. I, I that liked movie. Grown Ups too also. I'm a fan of I've seen parts of it. And then the the other film that he made, um, Blended with Drew Barrymore, that was a good movie to me. I like that. I don't know. I liked was it uh, The Cobbler? That's a movie that's kind of far-fetched, but I like Sandler's films. All right, so check that else? out. Yeah, go watch The Cobbler on Netflix if you're if you're into yeah, Adam Sandler. Probably won't. You don't have Netflix, right, so don't say so, probably won't. I know you well, won't. I'm talking to exactly. our listeners. Well, I guess the big thing to take away from this is that Big Show is the heel now. Maybe. All right. I mean, all I, right. I can't I, tell. Right. Up next, we saw Team Bella in the ring, and Nikki had the Bellatron up, and she said that next week she will become the longest reigning Divas champion in WWE history. Uh, PCB came out to kind of spoil that little party, and uh, which, by the way, Nikki Bella said that when she does become the longest reigning champion, she will have a, a what did she call it? Did she call it a Bellabration? I think that was the word she used, was a celebration, which better include a live sex celebration in Europe with the clown. Not together, of course. But <laughs> but Charlotte came out and spoiled that and said that her, her petition to the authority went through. And that next Monday, we said last week on the show that it had to happen either this Monday Night Raw or uh, this Friday Night SmackDown. Sorry, Thursday Night SmackDown. And it didn't happen. It got petitioned and it went through for next Monday, for this upcoming Monday. 
and she's going to have a match for the title. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, so this whole segment, they it ended, they all brawled, and Charlotte put Nikki in the figure eight. I mean, the entire... Uh, Nikki has barely defended her championship, too. Yeah, and That's the guess what? Annoying thing. You know what? It is annoying, but look how many times AJ defended it. Yeah. So... Look, look how many times Brock Lesnar defended it. Nikki still has defended the title more times than Brock Lesnar had. Not the deepest championship, but... Yeah. So... Can't deny that. That segment, uh, I just, you know, I can't. Yeah. Up next, we saw John Cena. I feel like we should say it. We should might as well talk about that. <laughs> the John Cena, what is it called? John Cena out of nowhere, or no? That's not what it's called. Are you, oh, that! <laughs> All the internet videos now. That's been that's old though. Yeah, but how old is it? Like it's just uh, like it's pretty much catching fire now. Where like they're now it's catching fire, but I feel like I've seen that for a while. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, it's from based off of that John Cena prank. Yeah, where the the summer summer jam or whatever it was. The yeah. John Cena. Which but that, is, that's a lot. That's old. Yeah, that's really super old. But now somebody like they're first starting now to edit them into vines and clips and like that. My favorite, I, I saw one with Scooby Doo. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, I like the. Um, oh, which one did I like? I forget which one I was gonna say. Oh, the Power Rangers one was good. Oh yeah. Where they're meeting the White Ranger and then it's like it's John Cena. It's funny. Yeah. But uh, John Cena and primetime players teamed up, picking up the victory against New Day. New Day? Biggie Langston and Kofi Kingston, as well as the WWE champion Seth Rollins. Why uh, is Woods not wrestling? You know, I don't know. I guess. Is he hurt? No, because he wrestled on SmackDown. Okay. That's Remember true. that? Yeah. But what I think it was because why? Because then that would have to be a four on four. I, I just don't like the fact because you're having the tag team champ. Uh, no, yeah, the tag team champions uh, really wrestling most of it because Woods never wrestles in a title match. If you know, if you notice, I'm always positive Woods have has never wrestled in a title match. It's always Kofi and E. I don't know. He he never defends it, so I don't I don't get why you're putting those two together so often instead of switching Woods in there. I think, yeah, because I guess Woods can play the trombone. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but I, maybe here is where you put Ascension with Rollins and had instead New Day taking on the, the Shield. Even though you don't want your champions to lose, but in this case they lost anyway, so. Yeah. But I like the match. I, think it was, I thought it was cool to see John Cena going up against New Day. Mm-hmm. Not something we see too often. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, Good and for uh, yeah, but this—if there's any indications from history, primetime players will not be on television much longer, or in a higher position for much longer, I should say. Ah, uh, because of the Cena curse that you speak of. Yeah, watch, it's gonna happen. Primetime players, you'd be like, who? Primetime players had nothing to be going off of, though. Meaning what? Like they're not. Top, uh, they're not, they weren't as high as Daniel Bryan or Dean Ambrose. Yeah, but I mean, they're equivalent to currently the Usos. 
Uh, I think Usos had a lot more with them. I mean, how long have I mean, honestly, about yeah, how I, bad new uh, primetime players have been? Right. I mean, granted, primetime players, they how many? Like John Cena has nothing to steal off of primetime. No, players. no, I'm not saying they have anything to steal. I'm just saying John Cena's like digging that grave and gonna throw them into it, and yeah, they'll be seen very rarely or something. But after that match on uh, on Raw, Sting appeared on the Titan Tron. And said that Seth Rollins hadn't picked up his statue yet. So he had to show him something. And what he had to show him when the lights came on was that there was a garbage truck there. Sing, uh, ever so, I don't know, glad, I guess. Kind of jokerish. Pushed the statue into the garbage truck and then crushed it. Yeah, I, by, I, by I was a fan of this segment. Yeah. I was a fan of this segment. I liked how Sting uh, rode off on the uh, garbage truck with it on the side. I I thought it was a good segment. Do you think it was kind of reminiscent of Sting in TNA when he was kind of like the Joker? But oh, not... yeah. With, without a doubt, I definitely got that Joker vibe from him. But I would I'm say okay less with... of that, though. Less... Yeah, it was, it was less of it. It was like a dulled-down version of it, of his previous character. But I'm completely fine with that. Yeah. Well, fine with that. Fine way to end Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Moving on to some SmackDown. SmackDown, your vote. <laughs> really? The Wyatt family opened up the show to uh, speak about the Shield, and they said that Roman Reigns is sick, and he's infected with wanting to become number one, which I think is dumb for Bray Wyatt to say, because. Why would he be teaming up with Dean Ambrose if that was true? If he wanted to be number one, why even attach himself to a tag team partner? And why yeah. and why why does Bray Wyatt care so much when he's not trying to become number one? He's just for whatever reason trying to stop Roman Reigns from becoming number one? Yeah, we've still never found that out. Did uh, Roman yeah. Reigns eliminate him from the Royal Rumble? No, it was the wasn't it the ladder match or something, or maybe it was the King of the Ring match, or was that not? No, uh, that was our truth. <laughs> that was our truth and bad news or something. Bray Wyatt cost Roman Reigns that. I'm saying previously, like this past Royal Rumble, all the way back then. Yeah, I don't know. Did Roman Reigns eliminate Bray Wyatt? Yeah, I don't know, but Bray Wyatt also went out to say that Dean Ambrose is cursed with loyalty. Because he refuses to leave Roman Reigns' side. And then went on to talk about Jay Uso. Uh, Jimmy Uso, actually. So, because Jimmy Uso was tagging up with them that night. Yeah. Which, man, that sucked. That really sucked to have Jimmy Uso. I, I was really digging Jimmy Uso on commentary. Mm -hmm. So, to have, to now deal with Booker T on commentary again. Yeah. There was parts during SmackDown where I, like... Literally, I couldn't not, for the life of me, understand what he was saying. And it was so low. It was like, man, I was like, what? I, I, couldn't, I couldn't understand it all. And I, if WWE turned up the microphone, maybe I could have heard it. But not there. Moving. I don't know. I think they have to get better commentary if yeah. they replace Booker T. Oh, no. Listen, Booker T is far from the problem for SmackDown. Hashtag replace Rich Brennan. But, Just give us a new team. Yeah, which they did, David. 
Yeah, I know. We need a newer one. Yeah. Uh, next, we saw Cesaro defeat Miz. Um, I understand that their their match on Raw didn't end, but why doesn't Cesaro want to take on Big Show? Like, yeah, Big we've Show, seen him uh, but, hit him with the big swing before. But but like Big Show knocked Cesaro out for no reason after after that match on Raw. Why why did Cesaro not even care about that? Well, I don't. I'm sure he cared about it. He yep, just wasn't but, booked against him. Yeah, but come on, obviously. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. But why? What do you think he should have done? He sh- it should have been did him backstage. Yeah, something like that. Absolutely. All right, I can see that, but I'm fine with the rematch with Miz and Cesaro because we didn't get the conclusion on Raw. But I, I do. I would have liked to see, uh, even if it was a back fall, backstage fallout with uh, Big Show and Cesaro, with Cesaro confronted him. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure you liked during this match that Miz was working. Cesaro's ribs. Of course. Cesaro's got his taped ribs still. I'm a big fan of people continuing to sell their injuries from the past. Yeah. What I really liked in this match, which was I thought was super cool, was Cesaro reversed Miz. He was like in the leg lock or whatever, and like Miz was had him from behind on the ground, and then like Cesaro reversed it and picked him up into like a cradle suplex. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I've ever seen anyone do a cradle suplex before. I've seen uh, William Regal. A cradle? Regal. Maybe I'm calling it something wrong then. Like it was like it, it was like Page's move, the the rampage. Oh. Like that kind of cradle DDT into a suplex. It's a finisher in uh, No Mercy. Is it? Yep. Look at that. Um, I forgot what the name was though. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was a big fan of Cesaro locking that sharpshooter and how he got that in. Yeah. I thought that was very innovative. A lot of the stuff that he does. Like a lot of, not even like the actual moves itself, but the ways he gets to the move. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, Next up, you had Sasha Banks and Paige going to a no contest. Yeah, PCB and Team Bad all pushed each other before the match started and the ref tossed Charlotte and Becky Lynch as well as who? Uh, Charlotte, Becky Lynch. Naomi and Tamina. Yeah, yeah they, he booted them from ringside. And uh, I thought this match started off hot with a bunch of pins and kickouts. Yeah. Then for me it started going downhill. I agree. I thought that it would start off good but then it started to like something lacked. Well, I mean, it just turned into a calf fight where they uh, yeah, literally yeah, yeah, they were rolling. Why, okay, they were yeah, rolling. That's, that's why. Yeah, that's why I didn't like it. I was a fan of it at first, but then once they started like brawling with each other, it was just like, like you said, it wasn't like brawling. It was. It was calf- just calf fighting from inside to outside the ring and then back into the ring. To the point, Tamina and, uh, and Naomi came back well, out. Before yeah. that, even the most awkward thing, the referee called for another referee. Yeah. Why? Like, what? You can't, like, that makes no sense. You can't prevent any of that from going on. And then that's when Bad came out again, and then PCB, they all brawled. And it's stuff that, like this, we complain about when they do it with guys. Yeah. Like, so what's different? When it's not being done right, 
And it's even more embarrassing when they don't do it right with divas. This was just, it made no sense. For whatever reason, the crowd was chanting, this is awesome. I don't know if that was like a piped-in chant. They, it had to have been. They really, pick. you gotta be smart when you're saying, chanting, this is awesome. So, like, to me, this segment was definitely not awesome. There was no direction in this. You had Paige attacking Sasha. You had Charlotte trying to rip Paige off of her. And then Naomi beating down Charlotte. Like, how does that make sense? It like, doesn't. Like, you have Paige getting, being attacked. Oh, no. Paige is attacking Sasha Banks. And Charlotte's trying to save Sasha. And then you have Naomi, who's tag team partners with Sasha, trying to save Charlotte or save Paige from saving. No, I don't know. Saving Charlotte from. I don't know. It was awful. <laughs> Do you understand uh, where I went with that, though? Nope, you lost me. Because Paige was, was attacking Sasha Banks. Charlotte was trying to rip Paige off of Sasha Banks. Then you had... So you had Charlotte... But then you had Naomi get in with uh, Charlotte. Right, so you had Charlotte trying to stop Paige from attacking Naomi's partner, only to have Naomi let Paige beat down Sasha. Yeah. That, I am like... I'm speechless with that stuff. Alright, so let's... Move on. Next up, you had uh, the Shield and Jey Uso no, taking Jimmy, on. It's Jimmy Uso. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, they had it listed wrong. Okay, uh, take it on New Day. It's funny. I said that earlier. Wrong. That's fine. Yeah, I went to a no contest. I I enjoyed what the actual match was before the the whole no contest thing, and it was nice to see Jimmy back in action on SmackDown. Uh, I like during the match, Biggie Langston hip-tossed Jimmy out of the ring like he was on the apron and and hip-tossed him out to the outside of the ring. Mm -hmm. I, I just wish Jimmy Uso had gear that like didn't reflect Uso's as a tag team right now because Jay yeah. is injured. So Yeah, but you still have to associate him with his brother and they, you still have to keep them together. And what, what's weird is because Jay is out injured, and WWE released a new Uso shirt not so long ago. So, yeah. But Xavier Woods went to hit the honor roll here, and Roman Reigns, boom, Superman punch, stop that. And then he tagged in Jimmy, who went to hit the super, I mean, the, the Uso splash. Guess we can't say that anymore, right? Yeah, right. And uh, the lights went out. And when the lights came back on, the Wyatts, the Wyatts, they had that, that whole the down thing, you know, the, white cut thing they do yeah and uh the lights came on and Strowman had jimmy in his the hangman sleeper yeah they disappeared and the shield went to go check on him which was definitely edited that was heavily edited there's yeah. no way no way shield was making it to jimmy that quickly i i hate those edits where the light the everything goes off and then you come back and the whites are outside of the ring I hate the edits like that. Like, if I was in the live crowd, I'd be like, I don't, why? Just show us show us them jumping the railings. Wait, 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 wait. Or walking down to the What are you talking about? In general, how sometimes the Wyatt's, like, they cut to that cut uh, screen, and then they come back, and the Wyatt family are, like, in the ring already. But that doesn't happen live. Yeah. No, that's what I'm you, saying. I don't like the edit of that. Right, it only yeah. happens on tape shows. Yeah, I, I don't like how that how they do that on tape shows. Right. Okay. 
why you thought that I thought that well because you said it. that if I was there in, as in the live audience I would hate how they do that so I wasn't sure what you were saying no yeah I started to mix it up but that's what I meant right so up next, we saw Ascension taking on and defeating Lucha Dragons. It was nice. Stardust was with them, unlike Monday Night Raw. Stardust wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, I do. I like how Kalisto hit Connor with the forearm to the face, which had absolutely zero effect on him. When Connor yeah. was, Connor was on the, the ring apron waiting to be tagged in or whatever, it had no effect. It's cool. I'm I'm a fan of the no sell. Yes, it's very very rare that I'm good with. Well, anybody's good with no sell, and you got to be very clever. And I think that was a good spot for that. Yeah, and this is where going on the ring apron actually works in the match. Where uh-huh. Stardust got on the apron, distracted Kalisto, Victor hit him with the STO, and uh, the Ascension hit the Fallen Man to win. Yeah. Then afterwards, com- cosmic, comic. You believe that? I got that stuck in my head because of you. Good Cos- with me. Yeah, Cosmic Wasteland yeah. were uh, beating down Lucha Dragons, and Neville ran out to make the save. Yeah, it's nice. Like, business. Yeah, so I guess we are going to see Neville teaming up with Lucha Dragons to take on Cosmic Wasteland. Um, I thought this segment was kind of funny, though, because Team Bad put their hands on Paige. No contest. The Wyatt families put their hands on Jimmy Uso, no contest, and Stardust gets on the ring apron, distracts Kalisto in front of the ref's face. Nothing happens. Like, why did the other two matches... I mean, yes, I understand, Stardust didn't at all touch Kalisto. Yeah, exactly. So that's where I can understand why nothing happened. But why were the last two matches no contest when... I I think that the first I think it's bogus with that. They like clearly should have been DQs. When back to back, no contests. Yeah, I thought that was very weird. Um, next up, you had Seth Rollins taking on Ryback in the main event. It was a lumberjack match. Yeah, uh, I, you I, had your all of your heels and faces. I, I Adam feel, Rose. Yeah, I feel like we need to mention him. Yeah, I mean, we good. we mentioned where what he's been doing at house shows, live events recently, but I'm I'm really confused. Like, I don't understand. He was literally yeah. in, in, black in black trunks, black wife beater, and, and uh, glasses. Why why was he wearing glasses? Was he wearing glasses? Yeah, I I, I don't I don't get it. Like, if you're that's the awkward. That's an awkward place to put someone that hasn't debuted his new gimmick on television to have them put him there. I feel like now on Raw, you have to have him do that gimmick in a match so people can see what he is. And I don't even know what the gimmick is. I don't either. I don't get it. I don't know. But I, I like during the match when... Uh, Wait. What, what were you going to say? No, that's the, that's the equate to... Uh, that's the same thing as having uh, Brad Maddox. Which, by the way, is now now back to Brad Maddox. Oh, yeah, I think. But that's like having him as his new persona, or his formerly persona, uh, have him uh, uh, in a lumberjack match, and nobody has any clue what the deal is. Yeah, I don't, yeah. So, but during, right, during, Yeah, during the match when Ryback got thrown out, and... Uh, Bo Dallas tried to throw him back in, but Ryback knocked him down. 
And, yeah. like, nobody else, like, they were like, well, you could just go back in the ring. We're not going to touch you. I thought that yeah. was funny. But... I, I liked how the heels attacked the faces on the outside of the ring. But what I didn't I didn't get, though, why why did Big Show pull Ryback out of the ring to beat him up? I... I don't get that. And then Mark Henry... Because it goes back to the entire Big Show Ryback Miz feud. Yeah, but that that's not... It's, like, still kind of not happening. It's happening. And then Mark We're, Henry... You've seen it. Mark Henry tried to step up and, and beat up Big Show, but Big Show knocked him out very quickly. Yeah. I, like, I don't know, man. I, I like the Kevin Owens, though. Yeah. yeah. Kevin yeah. Owens was completely staying out of everything. And yeah. just at the end, when Seth Rollins was up getting shell-shocked, Ryback's foot got held by by Kevin Owens. Yeah, completely tripped him up, allowing Seth Rollins to uh, pick up a victory. Yeah, so based off of what Kevin Owens said on Monday Night Raw... With the promo before? Yeah, he's probably going to go... He's probably going to be going after the Intercontinental Championship. I'm fine with that. Let him win it. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, so now we have NXT. Sure. Let's, to... let's do NXT really quick. Okay. Um, they started, they continued with that Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Um, you had Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa uh, make their NXT debut, in ring debuts. Yeah. Taking on uh, Bull Dempsey and Tyler Breeze. Picked up the victory, though, too. Which was very surprising. Yeah, who actually expected to see these two guys, their debut matches, pick up a victory? Yeah. So, very shocking there. You had the Ascension making their big return, or should I say not big return, to NXT, to the Full Sail Arena. Losing to the odd team of Baron Corbin and Rhino. Yeah. It's nice. I mean, it's it's cool when there are tag teams that just get thrown together sometimes. Yeah. I'm always a fan with it. Uh, kind of like this next tag team. You had Finn Balor and Samoa Joe pick up a victory over Lucha Dragons to uh, advance in this tournament. Yeah, and it's so weird that like they're filming these matches at like anywhere they could. Yeah, house shows. House shows, live events. Yeah. um, Before Raws, before SmackDowns or something. Uh, NXT tapings. Yeah. Right now, they completed the uh, first round. Like that that match with that you just said, Finn Balor and Samoa Joe versus Lucha Dragons. Yeah. Like, that was Jimmy Uso on commentary because they taped it before Raw, I think. No, it had to be before SmackDown, I mean. Uh-huh. So it was in like the actual arena. So yeah. But you had other matches. You had Jason Jordan and Chad Gable teaming up to defeat Neville, making his return to NXT, and yeah. uh, Solomon Crow. You had uh, also on house show wise. You had Zach. Just to update you on the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, Zach Ryder and Mojo Raleigh, the uh, hype um, bros, bro. Yeah, hype bros. They defeated. Which- Noah Kakoa and Alexander Wolf. Which, by the way, I have to say, Mojo and Zack Ryder put out a commercial for their their Hype Bro shirt. It was great. Like, that's awesome that they can go down to Full Sail or the Performance Center and do that. Yeah, I'm really happy. This is where uh, Ryder should be right now. 
Yeah. Um, I think Noah Kokoa is the guy from WXW that was signed. That's interesting. Uh, C4. I remember a while ago, maybe a few years ago, we mentioned someone uh, being signed off of them. And I think it was him. Um, what else did you have? You had the Vaude Villains defeating Wesley Blake and Buddy Murphy. In that same bracket, you had Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder defeating Tucker Knight and Elias Sampson. And then you had Enzo and Big Cass defeating Angelo Dawkins and Sawyer Fulton. Um, yeah. But what I don't understand, like, what does this all lead to? A cup? You get a cup? I, I don't know. I think it would be cool if it was a cup. But they haven't really announced what you get for winning. Like, if the tag team champions... Could just be a title. No, I don't... Like, I mean, a title is the king of the... Oh. Yeah. Oh, like King of the Ring. I was going to say, like, King of the Mountain. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, right. (laughs) They actually have a title, but... Yeah, like, the Dusty Rhodes tag team uh, champions. Classic champions. I would... No, I would assume you get in a cup. I don't know. Something something like this, I would assume you get in a cup. I guess we shall find out... Yeah. Um, in the upcoming re- weeks, they are going to continue filming all of this. And I guess all the brackets now are set. All yeah. the first rounds happened. And what, what is the, the, the last round match? The finals is October 7th, right? I'm not Why sure. Why about NXT TakeOver? The next TakeOver is October 7th, taking place at Full Sail. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. And they already made some announcements for that. Yeah. Uh. What the, they announced earlier today uh, that Sasha Banks will be taking on the N- women's NXT champion, uh, Bailey, yeah. in a 30 minute Iron Woman match. Which I don't know if they called it an Iron Woman match. Every, we, uh, we won't know. If, look, you said Iron Woman. Yeah, no, WWE.com is saying Iron Man match. But uh, these are spoilers because it does happen on one of the future NXT tapings. But. Since it's WW.com official. It's okay to report. Right. Um, so looking forward to that. That's great that they're giving these women uh, that 30-minute uh, time limit. Given the last match, they had 22 or something like that. So in reality, they're only getting like an extra eight minutes. So, but it's going, I'm, the thing is now, you can't go in with, high expectations I feel like if you do that there's always potential to that it's not going to live up to it so I think it'll live up to it I think it will too but I'm just a little bit um I'm a little bit weary of it but also speaking of NXT spoilers uh but made official via WWE did we when did they Triple H announced when on Monday uh, yeah, after Raw. Yeah, so after Monday Night Raw, Triple H announced that it is official that Kana, Japanese wrestler, will uh, has been signed to NXT. Yeah. And, it, and then they announced at the NXT tapings and then online again that her name is going to be Asuka. Yeah, uh, I guess the name is chosen, named after uh, Lioness Asuka who is a retired female wrestler from Japan. And uh, kind of, I guess there, she was a big fan of hers or something. And so she's going, that's the name that she's going to be going under. Which means at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, 
What do you mean? Oh yeah, that. Oh uh, no, you went to something different. I, yeah, I, she actually said what it means. Oh. Yeah, it means future. Yeah. So at NXT Takeover Brooklyn, that means WWE just spelled her name wrong. They put two N's instead of one. Or they thought that they were going to use that name. I don't know. And then they were like, eh, we're going to change it. Given the fact that they don't know how to spell Titus O'Neil sometimes, and a few other people's names like Zack Ryder, Z-A-C-H on his, the first, the promos, the 8x10s with him and Hawkins. Yeah. And I think in the program, like the uh, first program. I don't know about that. Maybe it was just 8x10s. Yeah, so knowing their, their history, it takes one second to spell check. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit more than that, but... And it takes less than a minute to hire us to for your WWE Universe account. Or anything else that you need us for. Yeah, we'll do it. if you want us to tweet for Vinnie Mac. Hey, that's not a problem. Yeah, I mean, how do I tweet with this thing? Hey, we'll, we'll show you. We'll this, show you the ropes. This, this, this is a cell phone? This makes we, phone calls and internet? We know WWE follows us, listens to us. They have us on all of their uh, hidden, uh, what is it, lists on Twitter? Yeah, their hidden lists. And they, yeah. have us, they have us playing on the speaker system. Of course. In Stanford, Connecticut. So, I mean, we appreciate their support, but hire us. Give us yeah, a Yeah, absolutely. But as of right now... We're not hired. Wasn't going to say that. I was going <laughs> to say we will take a quick, short break, and we'll be right back here on... Marking out. We have magic shows. What? Balloon animals. What? Game for kids. What? Popcorn machine. What? Kai candy machine. What? And bouncing castle. What? Pull for your kids' birthday parties. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 240. Be sure to head over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Marking Out. Pick up some t-shirts, a t-shirt, one t-shirt, two t-shirt, three t-shirt, four t-shirt, five t-shirt. I believe there's five t-shirts that you're eligible to pick up there. No, sorry, just four. Yeah, I yeah. think there might be just four. So check them out. If not, it's cool, whatever. Uh, Marketout.com. Uh, let's go to some outside the ring news right now. Kicking it off with... Something interesting to me, well, not interesting to me, disappointing to me, I should say, is the fact that Naomi is supposedly being replaced on Total Divas by Amanda from Tough Enough. Big uh, surprise. I mean, it, nothing is, it's not confirmed or anything like that, but I guess Amanda's been traveling a lot with all of them. And has been tweeting pictures backstage with them, and she's been like, uh, um, apparently WWE may have signed her to a contract already. Without so. even telling us. Yeah. Well, that's disappointing because I like seeing Naomi on the show. I like seeing Uso on the show. I, I agree. I'm a big fan of Naomi and uh, Us. Yeah. Um. What else do we have? We have WWE 2K16 news. Yeah, more more announcements, more roster reveals. Yeah, uh, this list included uh, Billy Gunn, Bret but not, Hart. Wait, wait, wait. Don't just go through this like... I'm too eager. This is a good list that they had this week. First of all, one of the most amazing newses of all time. 
Newses? Newses, yeah, whatever. Okay. It, it's the one Billy Gunn. Yeah. As opposed to Mr. Ass. I was always a fan of that theme song, too. It's one of my favorites, Fanta- I think. I think both of his theme songs were fantastic. I think that one of my favorites has to be the one Billy Gunn theme song. Yeah, I love that one. I've got it all. Yeah. but uh, And the saxophone in that, man. Yep. How great. can you beat that? But, Wasn't it played by Bill, uh, Bill Clay in his theme song? I think it was sampled. What? Pretty positive. What do you mean? See, they sampled... Uh, no, no way. <laughs> what do you mean they sampled Bill Clinton? No, they didn't sample him. Yeah, well, that's what you just said. So of course it you. is. Why did you believe me? I didn't believe you. I'm you trying to say it. that they did not. No way I in did. hell did they sample Bill Clinton. That would be sax. pretty funny if they did. But rumors is that they really did. So yeah, dirt, so dirt sheets, news pick sites. It up. And we know you listen to us. You also have the British Bulldog in here. You got Mick Foley as, not Mick Foley, but you have Cactus Jack, Dude Love, and Mankind. You got Christian. Yeah, Damien Sandow, but his render is Mizdow's attire, so I'm not sure what to think there. I kind of, yeah. I hope it's Sandow. The, you have the Nation of Domination, Farouk, Kama Mustafa, and D'Lo Brown. Yeah, but I, back to Sandow really quick. I uh-huh. hope it's Damien Sandow because his theme song was awesome. Oh, okay. But like his new theme song that we have not heard in months because they did the whole meta mega power thing. Yeah. And then just completely stop using Sandow. Yeah. The remix of Hallelujah. The uh-huh. rock remix. I liked it. I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, nobody is. <laughs> I own it though. I purchased it from iTunes. There you go. <laughs> but you also have uh, Haku. Making his return to a WWE video game, probably. Return? Yeah, probably or since debut. the f- no, no return. I think. Um, Was we'll he? He was definitely. He had to have been in a SmackDown game or Day of Reckoning or one of those games. Oh, but he was definitely in WWF Raw or WWE okay. Raw. Yeah, like Raw a SmackDown two. versus Raw. No, that's probably too old. Uh, too too new. I mean, I think. Yeah, because it's two thousand one. 2002 was probably the last time we saw him in WWE, so probably like SmackDown 1, 2, or 3. One uh, of those before it turned into SmackDown vs. Raw, but I'm, yeah. that's fantastic that Haku's in it. That's cool. So uh, that, I'm assuming, will be the Royal Rumble 2001, because that was Stone Cold where... Wait, 2001? No, 98. I don't know. One of them. 2001, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, 2001, because the one Billy Gunn is there. You got Haku Honky there. Tonk. Yeah, Honky Tonk, man. People are saying he's in the Royal Rumble 98 attire. So, and because they showed a clip of him getting the sharpshooter locked in, so it's not just a copy and paste from last year, because last year he was just in the jumpsuit. This year he's actually in his uh, singlet. So that's interesting. Tire, yeah. yeah, you got Jake Roberts, which, come on, that was already basically revealed. You have uh, Jim Jim Neidhart, so there's some, uh, I was going to say Bullet Club action there, but no, okay. you got Hart Foundation action yeah. there. And Shamrock. Yeah, Paul White making his return to the game. You got Rikishi, probably one of the greatest news is, again, with that word, news is, probably one of the greatest news pieces of all time for this game. Hopefully there's an attire. Like a good attire for this, and it's like... Like the Shane O'Mac jersey? Yeah, Shane McMahon makes his return to a WWE video game after all these years. 
I'm uh, excited about that. Shawn Michaels is in. You got Vader. You got Vince McMahon. And X-Pac will be making his return. And they showed pictures of X-Pac. X-Pac is in his 2001 attire as well. Yeah. So. I'm curious to see who they're going to keep on announcing. I mean, next Monday, who's going to be announced? Yeah, I'm hoping. Chainsaw Charlie? You know, I don't really need him in the game, but he's a possibility. He's been in WWE video game before. Savio Vega? Savio Vega's interesting because, was he in the match or no? Was he in that Royal Rumble match? I don't remember. I don't know. But maybe, I mean, maybe. With the uh, Owen Hart DVD coming out, fingers are crossed as tight as can be for an Owen Hart being in the game. I mean, dude, you have Bulldog, Brett, Anvil. They didn't, Pillman. They didn't announce Pillman yet, but I'm really hoping that they do. And when they, and if they do, because I, I use Pillman a lot. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, if they announce Pillman, that it's not just WWE storylines. Like there's, like maybe they'll throw us like one-offs inside that career story mode thing, not, not yeah. career, and give us something like a Hollywood Blondes because that would I would mark out. I would completely mark out if if there's a that'd be cool if there's a stunning Steve Hollywood blonde attire with his with his comb over hair blonde hair yeah and Pillman to match and then a Pillman for the Heart Foundation as well that'd be awesome that would be so, very cool like this this roster that they keep D'Lo Brown like come on what like that's I, insane uh, and they showed they showed a clip of the Sky High that wait Sky High or Low Down which one was which Low Down was the Frog Splash. Yeah. Yeah, they showed a clip of the... No, isn't that Sky High? Sky High no, is the power bomb? Sky, Sky High is the uh, spine buster move. It's the power bomb. It's not a power bomb. I mean, it's just... Yeah, kind of. Spine buster power bomb? I, I consider it more of a sit-down power bomb. Uh, sit-down <laughs> yeah, okay. spine buster. Yeah, so they showed a clip of that move. The the What is it? The Sky High. <laughs> no, not the Sky High. The low down. Down. Yeah, they show the lowdown, so that's awesome. Because that move hasn't been in a WWE game in years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it should be very cool. Maybe I'm curious. I'm still curious to see what the gimmick matches that they announced for this is. It's probably just normal stuff: TLC, Royal Rumble, Hell in a Cell, Chamber. That's it. You're not getting yeah. anything more. Extreme Rules. You're not getting dumpster anything match. more. Than, no, you're not getting a dumpster match. Yeah. It'd be too difficult. Too no. difficult to actually do. I would assume. Well, actually, you know what? Because they had that Buried Alive match that year. Uh, You mentioned that Owen Hart DVD. Uh, That's getting a lot of talk. They had that trailer released last week. And now Bret Hart's saying that he doesn't think that it's going to be that good. He thinks a lot of the DVD is uh, because it's WWE put together and because uh, Owen's widow, uh, she is... Withdraw, holding back a lot yeah. of content. He already, Bret Hart already gave it a 4 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, he said how he feels like it's completely wrong to Owen. They, they, I guess, didn't include anything from Stampede Wrestling in the DVD. Uh, and then there's a lot of other wrestling that Wait, why would you excluded. How could they not include uh, that's Stampede? What, that's what Bret said. Bret said that they, ex- they didn't use any of the stampede wrestling that's i don't that makes no sense yeah so and it's unfortunate because there's owen art has a huge fan base 
And it's unfortunate that he can't be celebrated uh, to the manner that he deserves because of his wife. Well, widow. No, you got stamp. You got Owen Hart versus Viet Cong Express number one from Stampede. You got Owen Hart versus Mackin Singh from Stampede. I don't know. Pull up the what Bret Hart said. I'm. I have. I mean, said. I don't know if they went back and edited these, but these are the matches. You got Blue Blazer versus George South from 1988. You got Blazer versus Perfect. Owen Hart versus Mark Kyle, which is uh, from '91. That's a typical match, typical match, typical match. Where else? You have Owen Hart versus Nick Barberry. Nick Barberry. From WrestleMania 11 Public Workout in Times Square in New York City from 95. Interesting. Yeah. So there's some good matches here, some interesting ones. All right. You got the Hart Foundation taking on um, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, Shamrock, Goldust, and LOD from the Canadian... Yeah, Canadian. Yeah. From the Can yeah, Canadian Stampede. Uh -huh. I'm happy the, the dungeon match is on. I it was okay. In dungeon match. It was okay. Dude, I'm I still to... think that, that should have been done in front of a live audience. Yeah, well, but that's the of... whole the dungeon match itself, the it, the dungeon. Yeah. So how could you have that in front oh, of the Oh, the line. dungeon match. Yeah, no, so, not the... Something in the Lion's Den. Yeah, no, the dungeon match. The dungeon match match was pretty cool. They have Blu-ray exclusives here of Blue Blazer versus Red Rooster from MSG from 1988. Yeah. And they have Owen versus 123 Kid from King of the Ring in 94. And then they have every single Owen tribute video from the Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So why... Really? Why do I not remember Savio Vega back then? That's so weird. He was with um, Los Bariquas during that time. Los Bariquas was definitely not around in 1999. No? I don't think so. I don't remember. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this Owen Hart DVD Blu-ray. Yeah, I think a lot of people are. I just ordered the Click DVD from WWE Shop. Why? Why? Because I love behind-the-scenes stuff like that. I, I still have... I have. What the, else is there to find out about the click? Yeah, but it's just the way they put it together, and then there's matches and stuff. Save you money, dude. I, I bought the Jerry Lawler DVD. I have to watch that. You have the know. network. Don't they put it on there? No. Why? Because then people wouldn't buy the DVDs. Makes sense. They Although they put the Paul Heyman DVD up. Yeah, I thought they put DVDs on there. Like they, that's they, the they thing they don't put... DVD on there when it came out, too? I don't know, but they don't put like extras and stuff, and they don't put, I don't know. Uh, speaking so of, speaking of extras, extra extra. Read all about it. Um, yeah. The Talk NXT about, oh. extra who okay. just made, recently made her debut, Jasmine Aribi. Yeah, new Aribi. Uh, just recently came under fire. For some racist remarks and stuff like that on social media from years ago, which... Yeah, from 2011-2012. Yeah, which WWE released a statement saying that they investigated it and came to the conclusion that it was not her using the social media account. So it wasn't her name at all? No, it was her like account. It's over? her account. I have no clue. 
that like she took over that name. I have no idea. I find that very difficult to believe that. I think what they're trying to say is that it was a friend of hers or something like but that. But then she put out that Instagram photo. Which? Uh, uh, she put out her managing one of her uh, wrestlers and speaking very, uh, um, using racial, like speaking very racial about it. Like, talking about slavery and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I have no... There must be something that WWE really sees in her. Like, the the other chick, Seth Rollins' girlfriend yeah. or whatever, probably was like, yeah, we can get rid of her. We don't care about her. Yeah, I'm confused at why, like... But this chick, I, I, this chick I, must have something that... Yeah, like, I, I definitely don't believe that that was not her. Especially because of that Instagram photo that she had up. I really don't believe that it was her... That, I think it was her, but like you said, they must be seeing something to create such a lie. Yeah. I mean, they've covered things up before, like Jimmy Snuka, but... Yeah. I mean, not allegedly. Yeah, not allegedly say, covered stuff And not up to before. say that she, they are covering up a lie with uh, Jasmine. And also not to say that Jimmy Snuka is guilty. Yes, yes. Um, so he's alleged- allegedly guilty. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, he's... So, uh, talking about allegedly, apparently... Whoops. Apparently, Sunny's not that nice, allegedly. Allegedly? Come on. Allegedly, she's not that nice. Uh, so say Dr. Tom Pritchard, uh, former body Donna. Um, but yeah. she is taking Skype booking, so. Yeah, so if you're interested, hit her up on Skype. Uh, allegedly, she could use the money. Um, yeah, but what did, she, what did Dr. Tom say? Dr. Tom... He, he just went off about how she's not a nice person and how uh, she's getting what's coming to her or something like that. Like And what, there's know. there's rumors of WWE wanting to take her out of the Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah, that's that's what he was commenting on, yeah, about them wanting to remove her from the Hall of Fame because of her current actions. So, and then she dissed back saying how... Yeah, they, she said, she goes, oh, you thought you know somebody, always nice to my face, come see me or whatever. And then how Triple H calls her the original diva and stuff, and how if they want her gone, she they they, they don't want her gone and stuff like that, which I don't even know what to believe with that too. So, yeah. Um, other news. Speaking of gone, Kurt Angle said that he's not re-signing at the end of the year with TNA. Woo! Unfortunately, uh, his next match, I think. Will be with TNA, yeah, on October third or fourth, which unfortunately is October third, Salem, Virginia, which is uh, the same date as the WWE Network special. Yeah, you but get, I think it's just a, I think it may be a live event that October third. Yeah, no, it probably is, but it it sucks that you have high hopes where Kurt Angle says, "No way in hell am I resigning with TNA." Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, oh my God! Let's bring him back right away to WWE and have him go to the Madison Square Garden show. Yeah, I really hope that he does. Like, he wants to take time off from wrestling, but I could see him showing up at WWE at some point. Yeah, because I mean, the, he was just on that poll. Hello, though. The last time he wanted off from wrestling or was going to retire, he went to TNA right away. Yeah, they made that clause because of him. But then he was going to leave TNA and not resign, and then he resigned with them. So, yeah, so hopefully who knows if see, he's actually going to leave. Yeah, well, hopefully we see Kurt Angle back in WWE to do stuff and be awesome. Yeah. 
Talking about back in WWE to do stuff that is awesome. Ronda Rousey will not ba- be back in the WWE to do something awesome at WrestleMania 20 to, uh, 32. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly, she will be filming a movie, Mile 22, in Indonesia during the months of March and April. But that does not stop an airplane from picking her up, bringing her to WrestleMania, and then back. So, who knows? Yeah, so maybe we won't see Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania 32. Maybe we'll see her at Survivor Series. We never Actually, know. Actually, we probably won't see her at Survivor Series. When's her fight? Uh, her I don't know. No, her fight's November. Is it? I think so. It got it got moved from January, I think, to November because now she can go to that date. Oh yeah, <laughs> with the uh, military, the military ball. Yeah. That is awesome, though. She's like, "Yo, if you could find me some some dudes for my friends, that'd be awesome." Speaking of not awesome. Uh, allegedly, uh, Gunner kicked the fan in the stomach. Uh, the yeah, person was heckling him, but like, like heckling him on Twitter. Also, Gunner says that he would never let a fan get to him like that. Apparently, this promotion doesn't even have guardrails. Really? Yeah, but guardrails aren't required unless they're like state required or something like that. That's uh huh. But uh, yeah, so. I don't know what else ha- actually happened, but the fan like went for Gunner or something. There's like the details I don't think are really clear enough, but yeah, it's sketchy. I don't know. Allegedly, this happened. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, uh, an issue happened. An incident happened where a fan was kicked in the chest or something. Claims to be kicked. Yeah, Gunner. I think said he he nudged the guy or something like that because the guy was coming too close to. Hey, without a barricade, I mean, fans drink. I, who knows? Yeah, and that's like we were just speaking about that last week. Don't, you're you're a fan. You're not there to be in the show other than cheering or booing. Yeah. Don't join the show. If you want to join the show, you go to a wrestling school. You become a pro wrestler. Yeah. Then you get booked. Then you become part of the show. Then you become a WWE superstar. That's not. Then you're a legend. Um, so that is the outside the ring news, which we have. So Dave, shameless plugs, this week on Zoomfee. Shameless plugs. Thank you very much to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow Eric at Montreal Broski. John at Mr. John Faust. B. Montan B at NYWC underscore sign guy. And Jasmine at Reverse NM Saj. Thank you very much for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling and outside of professional wrestling. Thanks. Also, go check out Park Ridge Pro at Park Ridge Pro on Twitter. Uh, they will be holding their debut show on September 26th at Park Ridge Elks Lodge in Park Ridge, New Jersey at 7.30 p.m. You can go check out parkridgepro.com. You're going to be seeing Alvarado versus Rude Boy Riley. You got Aaron Epic versus Anthony Gangon in your main event. You got a three-way dance, JR uh, Flow versus Smiley Lucha versus Jason Gorey. And you have a ton more 
Uh, TJ Marconi will be there. Uh, and you're going to have a ton of fun. It's $10 to get in. Go check it out. Um, yeah, good times will be had at Park Ridge, Rest, uh, Park Ridge Pro. And last but not least, going to give a shameless plug to the new trailer for American Horror Story Hotel. It looks wow. very, very cool. Cannot wait for that to come back on TV in October. You're going to watch Scream Queens next week? I don't know what that is. You've seen is tons that, of advertisement for it on Fox. Is that the thing with... Uh, with everyone? Ariana Grande? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I just know Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Everyone. What is the show about? I don't is know. Is it a comedy? I, I would assume it's not. <laughs> I don't know this uh, show. I would assume it's like American Horror Story for chicks. Interesting. Well, American Horror Story is for chicks, too. So I would assume it's just so American I don't know Horror Story. Uh, I would assume it's just American Horror Story for Fox. Okay. I think, was is Jamie Lee Curtis in this? I don't know. I think she might be in this. Maybe not, though. But, uh, yeah. Brandon, shout-outs? Hello there, this is Randy Newman, and I'm telling you that you've got some shout-outs from Brandon. First up is an anti-shout-out. We mentioned him earlier in this week's episode. Anti-shout-out going to Honky Tonk Man. Honky Tonk Man. He tweeted something dumb about attendance for TNA and GWF, which I assume he meant GFW. That being Global Force. So I replied asking why someone who isn't signed to a major company would talk trash about other promotions. And he blocked us. He blocked us. Then I thought it'd be funny to go on to my other account. Or not my other account. My personal account. BTTG161. And I asked him. I was like, hey, Honky Tonk Man. Huge fan. When's the next time you'll be wrestling in a parking lot in New York? Blocked. Yeah, so... so Honky Talk Man can't take the heat. Yeah, he could dish everything out, but when you go at him, blocked. Yeah, so he is on the list with uh, Wade Barrett now. Yeah, but Wade Barrett didn't do anything to us, like, yeah, we, and we didn't do anything to him. Yeah, we still don't know why we're blocked by Wade Barrett. If you're listening, unblock us. Uh, next up is another anti-shout-out going to people who refer to teams as my team, or say we, when the team wins or loses, when they don't play on the team. Agreed. I absolutely I I can't stand that. And it sparked a heated debate on my Facebook page. Yeah, I saw a <laughs> bunch of people writing, but I was just like, eh, it's, I'm not reading. And everybody's calling me a troll. It's like, I'm not a troll. It's, it's the truth. Like, you didn't do anything to be on that team. And everyone's like... Ratings, people tune in for ratings, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's not how yeah, sports works. Ratings doesn't help you win a championship. That's not how sports works. Sports happen regardless of, of ratings, regardless of people watching. Look at the Oakland A's game. Not the Oakland A's. Was it the Oakland A's versus Baltimore Orioles? No. Is that who played in that game when they had the riots and nobody was know. in the park? But, uh, yeah, so just screw everybody that does that, which is a lot of people. And uh, another going to keep with the theme of anti-shoutouts. I'm going to give one to Rich Brennan. I, I've said this for, it feels like the past month that I've been complaining about him. Oh, he, I was about to ask who he was. 
Yeah, he's the, yeah, the commentator for yeah. NXT and now SmackDown, and he's really he's really not good. And I don't know why WWE is doing what they're doing. I think it's just to torture you. Probably is. I don't know. They're like he's the only one that watches SmackDown. Let's put Rich on. Yeah. But uh, I guess just to add a more positive note, a uh, positive shout-out, that is, I went and saw the last event of the summer. Uh, What's that? Which, <laughs> my last event of the summer, oh. was the Oddball Fest at uh, Jones Beach. Funny or Die puts it on. It's the third year they're doing it, second at Jones Beach. Um, the headliners were Aziz Ansari and Amy Schumer. And, uh, That's pretty big. Yeah, it was awesome. It really was. It was cool because Nick Crawl was there doing stand-up. Michael Che from uh, SNL was there. Jay Fowler from SNL. Him. I don't Ma- know him. Yeah, well, if you watch <laughs> SNL, you would know. And uh, it was cool. It was good. I'd watch. It sometimes is good. You hear that helicopter? <laughs> Can you no, hear I the just helicopter? Heard that too. Yeah, I just heard that too. I wonder if that's the evolution. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Anthony Jeselnik was there. Don't really care for his comedy. Were you uh, okay with Amy Schumer? I you know, know what? You have a he, he, dislike of her. Yes, I was fine with her comedy. There's a, like a little over the top at at, at certain points, but uh, last year I was so disappointed with uh, Sarah Silverman. I cannot stand her at all, and people were like booing her at that point. So uh-huh. Schumer killed it, though. She was good. All right. So good if for anybody, her. you know, she's she's doing that movie with. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, where they're playing sisters. I'm trying to get into the film as their overweight brother with orange hair. So tweet to Amy Schumer. Let her know that I'm available sisters. to... Yeah. I don't know. They're... What do you mean? I don't know the movie. <laughs> they're... She's writing a movie where they're playing oh, sisters. Sh- she's writing it now. Yeah. And then Bette oh. Midler tried to get in on it. Be like, you guys, you guys are playing sisters. You guys, of course, need a mother. <laughs> Which would be cool. So... So you're going to go audition as... To be no, no, not even audition. Write me the part. I, I tweeted. I was like, I might not be able to act or anything, but I could be an overweight guy with orange hair. That could tweet probably... Tweet I have. So that's what I'm telling people. If you guys tweeted Amy Schumer, let her know that I'm available. Just, I'm just going to copy your tweet and post it for Mark and out. Just tweet it for Mark and out. Do it. You're your own tweet. Maybe this is, could be the one tweet you accept from. I'll add a period. This this could be the one tweet you tweet of the year from Dave the Rave. I don't even know what the first tweet will be. It has to be helping me get a job. <laughs> Getting a booking from Amy Schumer and Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. So that was our show this week. Uh, I guess now that was my shout-outs for the week, I should say. Let's move on to our... Our... Mark-out moment of the week. That is right, our mark-out moment of the week. This week for episode 240, Dave. I don't don't think I have one, so take it away. Yeah, um, so I made a, a friend on a little trip that I did to New York City, uh, and we were talking about pro wrestling, and I completely marked out because <laughs> Wait, he, where did you meet a friend? Well, it was um, um, when I went down to New York City with a few people, it was a friend of one of my friends. Oh, so like it wasn't just some random like, hey, you're on the I bus. I was just a random person. Okay. Um, but Hey, I he, swipe right. <laughs> he was talking about pro wrestling and everything, and we were 
talking about events we went to. And he was saying how he remembers going to an event where uh, he saw Crush attack Randy Savage. And I marked out completely because the memory of that rushed into my head. Like, I remember Were you exactly, there for it? No, but this, uh, guy, this guy was there live for this event. But I remember watching this live on Raw back in like 95, 96. I think 90, maybe 95. Maybe 93, maybe 94. No, I don't think it's that early. Um, because this was when Crush heel turned. It may be 94. 94, 95. Um, but Crush attacked Randy Savage while he was making his exit and completely busted his mouth open on the guardrail. And I remember that so vividly. And I thought it was really cool that he was there live to see this event. And it just, for me, I saw it on television. But it was cool to relive that. Um, also, the PWG trailers were released this week for their BOLA, uh, Night 1, Night 2. Night 3 has not been released yet. Maybe probably tonight or tomorrow. But I marked out for that as well. Uh, Ricochet versus uh, Zack Sabre Jr. looks sick. That looked really good. Yeah, so that I want to watch. But uh, all those super kicks and the ref spots, I could 100% do yeah. without. I, that's, that's, only, that's only one match. Yeah, but yeah, obviously. but uh, Well, not obviously, but... Yeah. There's just some some sometimes like that. I just I don't get it. I don't get how people stand there and be like, "Oh, it's the best thing ever." Yeah. But for Ricochet and Saber Junior, I'm like, "Yeah, I get it." Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, um, that was our show this week, folks. Uh, thank you very much, so for tuning in. Purchase our T-shirts, prowrestlingtees.com/slash/markingout. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com/slash/markingout. Go to markingout.com, subscribe on iTunes. You can rate us on iTunes, listen to on Stitcher if that's a, th- a thing still. Um, at BTTG161, at Dave the Rave underscore MO, at Marking Out. Uh, for all our Jewish listeners, the uh, New Year is happening. 5776 is coming up. And uh, have a sweet New Year. Yeah, have a sweet New Year. Uh, don't don't have too much uh, Manischewitz. Yeah, and uh, we wish you the, the best, best of luck, luck in your future endeavors. Have a great week.